gorgeous listeners, it is Miriam and Alan from Throwing Shade, and we are back with a new episode and a sore throat because I was singing (laughs) and I didn't warm up and that's a terrible thing to do. And Mm. I also probably have a little bit of a cold, but um, we are here and so excited and happy to be back with everybody. Alan, 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 how are you? Baruch Hashem. Oh, see, and now we're here, we're in it, we're ready to go. Um, it happens to be Christmas Day Eve, the evening of after the day. De- I don't know how to say these things. Whatever. Today was Christmas and we're recording this evening. Um, and so it's been lovely to see all the lights and be off of work and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and excited to dive into our conversation about shading, right? We'll talk more about Christmas later. Okay. Yes, we will. Okay, great. Um, so... Let's uh, let's dive into our topic, Alan. Alan, what are we going to cover today? Um, well, uh, yeah. So, following that extensive break that we had, <laughs> um, again, apologies for that. But um, we were in the middle. Actually, we just completed a three-episode series on um, the creation of Shadim. Right. This is kind of a continuation of that, uh, but I really want to think of it more as an introduction to. Early female shading. Mm-hmm. Um, shadot. Yes, honey. Right. Shadot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, shada is a female shade. There you go. Shadot. Yeah. There you go. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start diving into the Zayar. Uh, this mm-hmm. It comes by way of the Magen of, of the, um, sorry, Chesed La Avraham, who we spoke about in a previous episode as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, it's, but, he, but he quotes the Zayar Kodesh. Um, so the Zohar, this very central, mystical text of Judaism. Right. Um, which uh, I'm also going to reference a, f- a couple times, probably, previous episodes that we did. Yeah. Uh, in a previous episode, we mentioned that there is more than one character named Lilith. You can't talk about early female shading without mentioning Lilith. Yeah, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I should just say, I'm using the word Lilith uh, th- as the name. Many Jews will not use that word. Um, really? Just yeah. not even say Lilith, Lilith or Lilith, Lilith at all? They won't say that. They're, the oh. Zohar doesn't use the name Lilith. It uses oh. a different term. She gets a nom de plume. Sure. Just um, kidding. A pseudonym it, of some kind? Sh- sure. Uh, there's uh, other shadim that, you know, even I won't say their name. But um, Even you. Even you, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm just um, kidding. I but, like uh, messing with you. Clearly. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So some people won't say her name because she's so powerful because you don't want to invoke her presence in any way or acknowledge her existence. Right. I know people like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, uh, We mentioned that there are two, two Lilises. Yeah. Um, uh, There's one called Lilis Rabsa and Lilis Zersa. Lilith Rabsa, the great Lilith. Okay, Rabta. Yeah. In my Hebrew. <laughs> right. Or Zerta. Z- yeah. Okay. There's the great one and the small one. Okay. The, uh-huh. the big one and the little one. Aw. I don't know. Um, Lilith Rabsa. You can stack them like Matryoshka dolls. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she, according to the Zara, was created on the second day of creation. Uh huh. On um, the second day? Yeah, day two. Oh, um, we're not. Gonna what else was created on day two? Because like not people. No. Okay. But what else was created on day two? Um, 
uh, so day two was the firmament. It was the okay barrier between this reality and other realities. And, yeah, you said that um, so quietly. Nobody ever learns. So that that the the firmament, that sort of separation, which in Hebrew is upper rakia, waters and lower right? waters. Yeah, it talks about this separation between the upper waters and the lower waters. But I really love this idea that it's separating the realities. Like you should say that with more confidence. Okay. That's fascinating. Next there's so noted. much to think. It's not about demons at all, but I feel like that's so fascinating. It is a kind of about shading, though. I mean, it is. That's true. Interesting, because I feel like they're they sort of sit at that. They're a bit permeable, right? They kind of demonstrate that maybe those two worlds aren't so separate. And s- yeah, actually, so that you've 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 reached an, a very interesting topic that maybe is for another episode yeah i want to talk about this but okay um yeah uh, i've brought us on a tangent fascinating right. okay all okay. right so great so um, created on day two which yes. is interesting so this is but right we're not there. gonna I, don't get excited we're not gonna talk about her i'm already um, excited it's far too late for me to not get excited okay okay great so we're not talking about her okay um and the Zersa, which is the little one little lilith um, she that is such a great rap name. Little Lilith. It's like out of control. Good. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Lil Lilith. Oh, L-I-L Actually, that's really hard to say. I take it back. That'd be a terrible. You could just name. be Lil If too. Oh my God, that's so good. Okay, sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> I'm so distracted. Go ahead. Okay. Lil If. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> Someone take that and run with it. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Pure world. This is our gift to you. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Continue. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so when Cain was punished mm-hmm. uh, for having killed his brother um, and sent to wander endlessly yeah. with a sign on his head, um, mm-hmm. uh, this small Lewis is the one who was attached, who became attached to him. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think there actually is a rapper named Kane. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Now I you know. See? You know. I, They'll I, do a whole album together. I heard to see the collaboration. I know. It just writes itself. Anyway. Okay. So it was the little uh, Lilith that attached herself to Kane. To Kane. Yeah. Right. And she, uh, uh, they they uh, were married, I guess. I don't know technically if they had like a wedding, but <laughs> they, um, hmm. they were together. And uh, from them shading were created right what's interesting what the Zaire says is that um lilith being a shade a shada right mm-hmm. female shade and kind being a human yeah when the children who were born from them were males they were humans like their father but if they were females they were shadim shadot hmm. like their mother hmm. mm-hmm. um Similarly, or I guess uh, same in the same sense, um, when Adam Rishon was punished, um, mm-hmm. and then remember we talked about this also in a previous episode that he was separated from Chava for 130 mm-hmm. years. Right. Um, during that time, there were there were creatures created from him that were Shadim. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all referenced in Gemara and Erevin and um, right various places in the Talmud. Right. Great. Um, and other places as well should be mentioned, mm-hmm. but um, uh, similarly, when they were when the, these shading came to shadot or whatever came to him, mm-hmm. um, that 
if they were males, they were humans. If they were females, they were shade. They were female shading. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also Chava, right? She was also giving birth to non-human creatures. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was the but opposite. For her, it would have been the other way around. Correct. If they were female, they were humans. Mm. If they okay. were uh, male, they were shadim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it was much fewer. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, That's one of those things about procreation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. So we've set the stage. Let's take a break. Okay. So we have been looking at the beginnings of the various of Shedot of um, female demons and including our two Lilis and um so, uh, which is which is fascinating in the way that breaks down. But let's let's talk about some other lady demons. Yeah, uh, the two Lilises. We also mentioned that all. Don't don't forget all the female shading who created by those Lilises mm-hmm. and their human partners. Yeah, Cain um, and Adam Rishon. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So, who else have we got on deck? Um, so we also mentioned in a previous episode this character of Nama. Mm-hmm. Nama was this human who was mentioned in the um, genealogies of Rashis mm-hmm. uh, in, in Genesis. And uh, she's also considered one of the queens of the Shading. So how does that right. happen? Right. So this is, all, yeah. this is all part of this whole Chesed Avraham Zohar thing that we're, that we're, we're, we're referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what it says there. Um all of this stuff, this is just how it went, right? Uh, a human would have relations, uh, sexual relations with a, a shade. If the shade was a female, then the, I mean, if the offspring was a female, it would be it, 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 the gender, right. the, the, the sex. Rather, follow the, the parents. Follow yeah. the parents, right. Okay. Okay. Until Nama was born. Okay, so what, what happens with Nama is um, she was so beautiful as mm-hmm. a, such a beautiful human being mm-hmm. that Aza and Azel uh, went and had relations with her. That's um, we mentioned them in our Azazel episode. And Rashi mm-hmm. thinks that they were, um, uh, I think it was Azazel episode. I can't remember now. But Rashi says that they were uh, Shadim, mm-hmm. and um, uh, what they did is they taught Naama how to transform her body into the body of an angel, the Malach. Whoa. Um, Wait a second. What? The Shadim, Azza and Azel, taught Naama how to transform herself, her her physical body, into... Wait, that's a thing that Shadim know how to do, and they taught a human how to do that? Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> mind-boggling. That's good. It's only get better. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Seriously? <laughs> so she became a kind of very extra-beautiful... Sheda by doing that. And um Okay. And right. And so uh she through Azanaza Azael created more shading. Mm-hmm. Um and uh when it came time, you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe her, when it came time that we should she was supposed to die as a human, right? Mm-hmm. Her body was supposed to not live on. Right. Um Hashem kept her alive okay this is what it says um in order to stand her up in judgment like azan azel 
are meant to always be standing in judgment. The Azanazel's, um, I, I mean, standing, was that the right term in English? Um, Lamud Badin, like to be in, uh, uh, yeah, I judged. mean, that's literally standing in judgment, yeah, to be judged, not like they're not judging other. They're, right, they're, right. They're being judged, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're sentenced is what the word is, I think, in English. Being put on trial? Yeah, but, right, but um, uh, the, the, their sentence is to always be standing in Bahari HaChoshech, in the dark mountains of darkness, right? That's their, that's their sentence. They always have to be um, standing. Wait, Az- Aza and Azael? Correct. For what they did, for Na- for what they did to Nama? Um. Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, or just for being... No, it's a, I don't think that's what's implied here. I don't think that's, impl- that's what's implied here. I think they are th- simply by their... their, their being just because shading. they're punks. They're like, Basically, they do all kinds of stuff. But um, not specifically for what they did to Nama. I think that's accurate. Okay. Um, so, uh, but... Um, so... So, so they're implying, so God event, is basically like Nama, you're complicit in all of this. Uh, no, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Um, what, what Hashem seems to be doing here is saying eventually she's going to have to receive her sentence. Yeah. Until then, which mm. is we're still, as far as I know, in the in, in the interim mm. period. Mm-hmm. Until such a, that time that time comes, um, uh, sh- she's still out there causing human beings to mm. sin mm. Mm-hmm. um and uh she is a shada like other shadim mm-hmm. and she gives birth to shadim oh so she's still standing in judgment to this day is the is no what you're i don't think she's i mean like she hasn't she hasn't been served her sentence um well is that the implication uh because it seems like she's kind of standing waiting around for what whatever punishment God wants to yeah 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 cast upon her and in the meantime she's going about her demonly ways wait it seems I'm sorry I'm confused I thought you said two different has she been has has the sentence been brought down on Nama or is she still or is that are you saying that like her being a demon is the sentence for whatever it is she did um okay I think I understand the question now um, it seems to me from the wording here, and I'll read it if you if you want. Yeah, go for um, it. But it seems to me from the wording here that what's going on is that Hashem keeping her alive is oh a form of punishment. In other oh. words, she should have died, just like Azan and Azel, who are Shadim and who can die. Oh, Hashem keeps them alive, standing in these mountains of darkness for all eternity. Yeah, as a way of punishing them. Right. Hashem is keeping her alive. Huh. So right. a bit of like a Sisyphus kind of vibe, like you have to keep doing this. You sh- right over and over without, you know, I'm not going to let this end. Is sort of the punishment. Yeah, in a way. I mean, in a way, it's natural for a human being, such as Nama was at one point in her life, right, um, to die. Yeah, and Hashem is taking that away. Yeah, it's like you know, huh? That's fascinating. That immortality is a punishment of its in and of itself. Yeah. Um, is mm. I think with the and, and I'll just read it real quickly. Um, it says here, um, mm-hmm. when it was huh. when she was supposed to die. Yeah, Hashem Shemra, Hashem kept her alive, in order to 
stand her in judgment or sentence her, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like Aza mm-hmm. and Azael are, will be standing in judgment mm-hmm. in the future, right? And so, until that time, uh-huh. they are standing on the mountains of darkness. Huh. Right? Wow. Um, uh, but she is continuing to hmm. uh, con- cause humans to sin. Hmm. Right? And she is like a Shada with the Shadim and gives birth to wow. Shadim. Wow. That is a hardcore story. Part of it reminds me of, um, you know this, Alan, but one of my one of my very favorite stories on the planet is the picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde, mm. and it really resonate. Like this this little vignette really reminds me of a lot of that. Like in the in this in this Oscar Wilde novel, which was the only novel he ever wrote, and if you haven't read anything by Oscar Wilde, please do it because it's just like <laughs> delightfully witty. And deep and funny and heartbreaking and all of these things. But anyway, Picture of Dorian Gray is about this this young man in particular who is so beautiful and revered revered for his beauty. Um, and an artist um, sort of falls in love with him and paints him. And in the in the course of painting that picture, Dorian Gray, who is this young man, um, ends up kind of trading his soul for his beauty being able to live on and so the painting and ends up aging in his place and and taking on the appearance of what his soul sort of looks like as he ages without it actually aging and um, so the painting gets gets uh, you know gets old and has blood on its hands and all of that and he stays looking young and beautiful and just becomes more and more of a terrible terrible person and there's just just these this this ripple of toxicity that comes out from him and you know at the same time he's got this overwhelming beauty that just makes people trust him Mm. and attach to him and, you know, like, meanwhile, his soul is rotting away and he hides that picture, um, his portrait away in the attic and covers it. And I, I won't give away the ending, like read the book. Also, the movie is is really, really good. Um, but um, this story really reminds me of that. It seems like, you know, this like Nama is this gorgeous human being who kind of trades her soul for the ability to stay beautiful forever. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just say this. I didn't realize the parallels until you just mentioned it. That, but I think that's fair that there's probably a few very close parallels in the stories. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I mean, I had I thought of a couple other things as you were as you were talking about it. But I love I love that there's a there's a, a parallel to the picture of Dorian Gray in the <laughs> Zohar. <laughs> Something about that is really satisfying. Um, so cool. Thank you, Alan. So as we mentioned before, we are recording this episode on Christmas, and that is not a Jewish thing particularly. But, um, <laughs> no, it is not. But, um, uh, but there is a there's an interesting Jewish, rather obscure tradition that I wanted to call out for our Does a Demon sequence for you. Okay. You ready, Alan? Sure. You are so ready. I can see it in your eyes. The passion. Just <laughs> I'm so okay, here we go. So um so there's this idea that on Christmas Eve, um th- this idea of Nittelnacht, 
which I'll let you define. Nothing. It means nothing night. Nothing night. That's flattering. The, the, the 24th okay. at night. Great. So Nittelnach, nothing night. Um, and there's a set of traditions around there about learning or not learning things or playing chess. Anyway, could you explain what Nittelnacht is? And then, more importantly, <laughs> does Nittelnacht demon? Okay. Go for it. Sure. Uh, in brief, Nittelnacht is... Um, um, it is the... Okay. So I mentioned the 24th at night. To be clear, that is only in most of the world. Um, in mm. some of the world, it's actually January 6th at night. Why, you ask? Because um, th- the uh, uh, um, it's the holiday that is celebrated by the Ukrainian and I think also Russian Orthodox on the 6th and not... I mean, on the 6th at night and the 7th as opposed to the 24th and the twifth, 25th, mm-hmm. with, which most of us in America are familiar with. Um, and... Uh, the reason why those two nights, that's again, the 20, December 24th and January 6th at night, are observed by Jews uh, in, in this Nittelnacht fashion, which I'll describe in a moment, mm-hmm. is because these were, throughout history, terrible nights to be out as a Jew. Um, yeah. Uh, there were, uh, the, the, for whatever reasons, um, Christian people felt that uh, this would be a particularly... Uh, I don't know what the word is. It was it was the night to go out hurting, killing, doing all kinds of terrible things yeah, to Jews. Lots of anti-Semitic rebel um, rousing. Right. Yeah. Um, in a lot of the Jewish world, what ended up happening was after figuring this out, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jews who were accustomed to going to the base medrash, the house of study, mm-hmm. um, every night of the year, would specifically not go on these nights because. The, the Christians who are all ramped up from their services and mm. their religious convictions or, or whatever else, um, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, on these particular nights would go out and um, go directly to the house of study, to the base medrash, mm. to carry out their uh, their their acts yeah. um, of destruction and terrible things. The uh, uh, that sort of got turned into a tradition in a lot of, especially Hasidic uh, Jewish world, mm-hmm. um, of specifically not studying. In other words, if you're not going out to the study house to study Torah, then you're not putting yourself in harm's way. I'm you're not, not putting right. You're staying you're not, home. Yeah, right. Which is as important. You know, this idea of pikuach nefesh, um, saving life, your own life, even. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is is an extremely important idea sure. and um even it's an, it's important to in this case what we find is that they're even not studying torah because it would save their lives mm-hmm. um at least not going to the study house and, and and you know so um right so i don't know if i explained that well at all but that's <laughs> that's in a nutshell what nittelnacht is um, right. So some people took on the practice of just not going out to this to the, to the Beit Midrash, to the study house on Christmas Eve because they knew that would be putting themselves in danger, having a gathering of Jews that were so, mm-hmm. you know, sort of vulnerable. Um, but there are but there's other traditions associated with. Right. 
Right. So the um, evening. So it was. It's popular in in the Chabad world, for example, mm-hmm. to you know we continue to go to the base medrash. They would continue. Who who would continue to go to the base medrash? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, in order to keep their minds sharp, would play chess all night rather than mm-hmm. do learning. And there's a breast liver tradition to learn after a certain point in the night, specifically midnight. Mm. Um, uh, so, the, yes. So different both, both, just to clarify, both Chabad and Breslov are kind of sects of Hasidic Judaism. Mm-hmm. Um, Chabad is probably the most visible. Um, and uh, Breslov may be familiar from other things, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so great. So staying home, uh, not necessarily learning and potentially playing chess. Um, mm-hmm. So does a demon? Um, I'm going to have to say it does not demon because I know it's always disappointing. So disappointing. Um, the reason I say that is because at the very top of this whole podcast, we said, you know, three things about demons. And one of them is that they are not figurative, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously terrible things happen to Jews on these nights. These are not happy festive nights for Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, I don't necessarily think that one can say because it was not happy, because terrible things happened automatically. That means, Ooh, shading. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, there were terrible people who did terrible things to Jews. Right. That doesn't make them shading. Right. I think this is bad people. Not, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So. Which by the way, like are not at all representative of their faith in many ways like i think you know that's fair um and i mean we are there's there's certainly scary stuff happening in america now but i think we're blessed to live in an age where we have wonderful christian neighbors and can visit one another's holidays and really you know celebrate a season of that's that's usually dark and cold at least in this part of the world with light and connection and joy and love and warmth and that's 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 heartening i mean there's there's lots of good stuff happening now but yeah so okay so nitzelnach doesn't demon but um but an interesting little slice of jewish tradition that may not have been familiar to all of us so appreciate it alan cool sure shade throwers we're coming to the end of our time but we want to leave you with some final thoughts some action items if you will um alan you want to kick us off okay um you know i was thinking about how the name lilis is a name that some people won't even say and uh you know nittelnacht is the name we call the 25th of december um or the 6th of january um (laughs) and uh you know, uh, I just was thinking about the names that we give things and mm-hmm. or don't. Right. We don't say certain words. Um, and that's true whether you're holding to the traditional Jewish custom or some traditional Jewish customs um, or, you know, even just in our daily lives, our names, our words are important and how we use or don't use them. The words we choose to say and the words we don't choose to say or choose not to say, uh, uh, or, you know, that's, that's important. And so I would let, I would say our action item could be, um, think a little bit more carefully about the words that you, ch- you say this, <coughs> you know, uh, uh, and the words that you don't say, and why don't you say, or 
say certain words and certain mm-hmm. names specifically of yeah. things. What you name it. Yeah. This whole idea that communication is an act of creation is kind of one of my favorite concepts in Judaism for sure. Um, so the other thing that I was thinking, we'll have a, we'll have a double action item tonight, right? Because we've, we've been off the air for a while. We're going to throw a couple things at you. You got more to do. More We're homework. already way over time. More homework, shade throwers. They don't care. Um, so <laughs> you don't care, right? See, they don't care. Um, so the other thing that um, came to mind as we were having our conversation was this whole uh, scene with Nama and being so beautiful and seeing that as the uh, the essence of her worth. And, um, you know, I, I don't I don't feel like it's a, a stretch or making too many assumptions to say that we live in a culture where, you know, all, all of this outward stuff is really valued and we we curate our presence and we think a lot about the way our you know physical selves look and you know my um like not that that doesn't doesn't matter at all but I begin this podcast by saying gorgeous listeners because you're gorgeous like you are already gorgeous for who you are and everything that you that you every for everything that you are you are gorgeous and um I just hope that you know it's it's easy to forget that um and it's easy to get torn down and want to trade some part of your soul to be able to, you know, get that outward manifestation mm. of your beauty, whatever that looks like. And I think we, you know, we do that a lot consciously and unconsciously. And so um, my action item, as trite and Oprah-ish as it might sound, is just <laughs> like, remember that you're gorgeous. And um, you don't have to make that trade. Like, you can decide not to. And um, if you need help with that, tweet us <laughs> and we'll be your <laughs> we'll we'll cheer you on, um, if nothing else. Uh, so shade throwers, yeah. thanks so much for yeah. spending a little bit of time with us. And uh, we will. Uh, well, yeah, it's been a pleasure. We'll catch you next time on Throwing Shade, Better Living Through Jewish Demonology. Take it easy. Man.